started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up, gamers? And welcome to Seagulls Make Do. I'm your host, Alex, and uh, my witch? <laughs> I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm gossip columnist Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, <laughs> that's a nightmare. I've seen <laughs> Hamilton, and like, honestly, I didn't like it. But that's that's for another podcast, I suppose. If someone wants to do a musical theatre podcast, then <laughs> I've got something to say about Hamilton. <laughs> that's valid. I haven't seen it, and the only things I've ever seen him in are things that he guests in that I watch, or well, like I've been watching his dark materials, and he's in that, and I'm like, okay, I guess. But <laughs> mostly, just the gossip columnist from this episode looked a lot like Lin Manuel Miranda to me. So <laughs> he he did he he low key did. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> speaking of the episode, we are talking about season four, episode fifteen, change of a dress <laughs> get it i think i get it i think i get it because dress for you know marriage yes you wear a dress sometimes when you get married uh-huh yeah 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 we continue this whole i keep forgetting that carrie is engaged just like carrie keeps forgetting that she's engaged so we like get to the start of the episode and i'm like oh yeah carrie's seeing aiden it's like good or i guess it's good and then oh right they are engaged now um and carrie has the exact same reaction (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know how you forget you're engaged yeah i guess it just slips out of her head because she's too busy thinking about i don't know i don't think she thinks about anything so (laughs) no that's true um so i guess we'll get into her zero brain antics but before that uh we see well, we see Charlotte in, like, a nothing scene. Basically, she's learning... She's at, like, a tap dance class. Yeah. And uh, then we cut, like, straight to her and the girls having drinks. And she's... Well, her, Carrie, and Aiden having dinner. And she says that she's been doing tap and sculpture classes. Uh-huh. She's, she's like... She is very smart at handling the breakup or the the divorce because like the best way to not be massively depressed about being lonely is to have hobbies and so like she's doing a good job like (laughs) (laughs) true like every time i don't know i think i said this last week that i had like a semi breakup and i'm um depressed as soon as i stopped doing anything i'm like damn you gotta be occupied like at all times like i know that like when i moved here i was like alone and i didn't because like matt didn't live here yet and i had like no friends when i first moved here and i was like so lonely all the time and it's like oh now that i like podcast and do competitive pokemon i'm like less depressed now it's weird how having hobbies like makes you happy kendrick lamar voice damn right yes And then I stop being sad and I'm doing something. Like, I'm not sad now because I'm also drunk. Um, (laughs) So we'll see how this episode goes. (laughs) I love it so much. So valid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's she's out with Carrie and Aiden. And they're, you know, they're supporting her during this difficult time. Um, And then Susan Sharon, who we haven't seen since, like, season two shows up. I didn't even know who, that we had seen her before. I was yeah. like, oh, this woman with the the accent. 
shows up. Excellent. Yeah, I think because I had a look at the IMDb. Shout out to IMDb. I love IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> and they say that she was in The Ugly Truth. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I vaguely remember Susan, us making fun of a character with two first names. Oh, my God. I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember her character, but I remember making fun of her. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't remember. You yeah. could ask me what happened last week and I couldn't tell you. No, it's fucking same. I don't know fucking anything. I don't know what happened yeah. this week until I look at my notes and I'm like, this is what happened next. And then I remember. Same. So. I have to watch it the day we record or else I cannot. I have no, if I don't watch <laughs> it the day of, it, I, my brain will delete it because I've got uh-huh. too much shit to be fucking doing. Uh-huh. There's just um, too much going on. I watch it the <laughs> night before. Well, sometimes I watch it like more than one night before, depending on like if I think. If, like if we move the recording schedule around but like generally i'll watch it like the night before and that's fine but like i definitely have to look at my notes to know what's going on like i'll be like oh i need to come up with a nickname for today and then it's like i literally have no idea what happened i have to skim my notes to be like what what was the premise of anything I come up with my nickname perhaps like mm, 10 minutes before i plus before i press record same every single time like every week Without fail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, can we, okay, wait, we didn't mention her necklace. You said in the chat that, that you liked her necklace. I liked it. This is, I know. It's I liked it. It's too many necklaces. Like, it's like she has a <laughs> pearl necklace that's so long that goes all the way down past her tits, but it's like it must be 50 feet long because she has it wrapped around her neck about 10,000 times. She is wearing, like, the necklace of the last Tsarina of Russia. Yeah. Like, it is it is that much. Like, she looks like a princess. So I kind of like it, because I'm just like, this is so over the top that I'm kind of enamored by it. I think the outfit she wears later is a hundred times worse. Yeah, she has another one that sucks this episode. But, because the rest of this episode, the rest of this outfit is fine. It's just that the mm. pearls really throw me off. But I also just don't really care for pearl necklaces, like, at all. So that might be it, too. I don't know. I think maybe... Because I have the inverse. I like a pearl necklace. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that you can't say it without someone making a sex joke. The thing is, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It is funny. Um, I mean, like a pearl my... necklace is fine because I'd rather have it there than, like, most other places. So, <laughs> like, I don't. I feel, uh, all right, let's not get into that. <laughs> but, um, my <laughs> grandmother gave me like a bunch of like heirloom like and my mom but like i have like a lot of like heirloom pearl necklaces okay so i like them also i don't really have anywhere to wear them so every time i see them in like a non-formal setting i'm like oh true true and they're mostly like double strings so if i wore them all at the same time i would have like a super I would have, mm-hmm. like, you know, the decolletage covered in pearls. I'd have, like, a bukkake necklace, but... <laughs> like, a bukkake necklace? Yeah. Mm, I don't... I don't... I really, really... <laughs> like, I know exactly what you mean, which is why I hate it so much. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, she, Susan Sharon comes over and is like, "What's up, girls? I haven't seen you in ages. What's new?" And Carrie's like, "Oh, you know, same old, same old." And then Charlotte's like, "Um, you're engaged." <laughs> yeah, and Aiden's like right there too, which is the funniest part. It's oh. just like, "Oh, right. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot I'm engaged." And yeah, 
<laughs> yeah oh my god yeah this is my oh yeah and then she's like why are you wearing your engagement ring around your neck and Ugh. she's like oh, is that what all the kids do these days <laughs> and carrie's like uh, so it's closer to my heart oh my god and she fucking falls for it she's like oh that's so sweet and i'm just like oh my god this is like Clearly, Carrie has some serious commitment issues, and it's not cute, but everyone's like, it's so cute that you say this, and like, ugh, Carrie is so stressful to me, and Aiden's just sitting there like, ah, hi, I'm Aiden, and, uh, fuck, the, the woman's just like, Susan Sharon is like, well, when's the date? Is it a spring wedding? Is it a fall wedding? Is it a summer wedding? Oh my god, like, what, oh, I need all the details, and Carrie's like, you know, we like haven't really planned a single thing. We don't have any idea when it is or where it is or what's going on. And she's like, well, you got to get on that because, you know, like the venue is blah, blah, blah. And Carrie's just like, uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you better start planning soon because, you know, well, like your wedding stuff, you need to plan like a year in advance. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where like her and Aiden haven't clearly not talked about a date yet and a lot of people get engaged knowing full well they won't be getting married for a while like yeah for further than a year in the future i mean they mm-hmm. they definitely haven't talked about it um i imagine aiden probably figured they'd be getting married less than a year from then but i mean i don't know i'm just making assumptions but yeah like clearly carrie hasn't thought about a single thing because it's like very superficial it's very much not like a real thing that's happening to her i think yeah i mean like i would go as far to say that in character for aiden he doesn't know how weddings work um, yeah and how long they take to plan but Mm -hmm. i would assume he's like okay yeah once there is a grace period which carrie mentions where you're like we're engaged and then you kind of start planning it yeah like i imagine there are some people who just go absolutely apeshit and like they get engaged and they're planning it like the next day because they're like you know that kind of person which is they're virgos extremely yeah (laughs) they're virgos but not carrie carrie carrie's our you know airy libra bitch so (laughs) she she definitely doesn't want to plan anything and like she's never been the kind of person like like charlotte would absolutely just be planning her wedding like immediately as soon as getting engaged but like Yeah. yeah But Carrie, I feel like it's it's not a grace period that she wants. She wants, like, another few years to just live as, like, a couple, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, yeah. In, in her defense, because, like. I think that's normal, though. I, definitely, I think it's normal. Like, yes. I, yeah. I, I don't think people should be like, oh, yeah, let's get married immediately. Like, if I were to be engaged, I think particularly now or in the near future, I would like to be, in, I would like to just be engaged for a while you know uh-huh Let's yeah just, just kind that. of yeah i guess it kind of depends on the place in your life too because like if it was me it's kind of one of those things where it's like well i would want to be in a place where i could you know afford to have a wedding that's like the kind of wedding i would want to have and not just you yeah. know throw something really cheap together that's like i want to be able to have fun with the people i care about and i want to be able to afford that even if it's not like an expensive venue or anything just like to be able to have a good time and mm. like if it's, like, something that I wouldn't be able to afford now, it's something I'd maybe want to, like, save up for or something like that. But, like, for Carrie, it's it's not so much that, I guess. But, like, I do still think she's valid in the sense that, like, I feel like her and Aiden have dated for, like, maybe a year some total. Like, I don't yeah. know the timeline. But, like, that is too soon to be, like – 
to me, that's way too soon to be getting engaged. But especially like if you just got engaged after you've been together for like a year, sit on it for a while before you start planning it. Like just like let it like you don't need to move that fast. I think Aiden moved too fast on this. Let it brew like a nice cup of tea, you know? Yeah. Just let it marinate, like, just, you know, like, have a nice little time and enjoy your lives, and I don't know, you don't need to, like, rush to get it all done, and, like, I guess we find out later that Aiden does have, like, reasons for doing this really fast, but, like, they're both valid because, like, I understand where both of them are coming from, (laughs) but, like, maybe have this conversation (laughs) before you get engaged. Well, maybe... Maybe don't say yes to someone just because they're giving you a ring. Like, say yes because you genuinely want to say yes. And I don't know, maybe, like, don't propose to someone when you don't even live together. Like, I don't know. There's just so many things that went wrong. Maybe move in together first and, like, see how that goes. Because living with someone is a lot different to, like, seeing them occasionally. Uh Uh-huh, hugely. Um, Yeah. uh, yeah, oh, um, <laughs> kind of taking an L on this one, but whatever. Um. <laughs> Valid is it's there. The thing is, Carrie's an idiot, and Aiden is like well intentioned, but also an idiot. So like, oh, yeah, it's just a bad pairing. Like he deserves better than Carrie, but also Carrie needs to make better decisions in general. So, mm-hmm. but a hundred percent. Um, but then um, we go to Samantha and Richard. Yes, and they're enjoying breakfast together, and uh, Samantha's looking at the news, and she sees that Richard's on page six, and he's in the tabloid section. He's been seeing canoodling with BB London, who I'm like, am I supposed to know who that is? Who the fuck is, like, is, I'm guessing this is supposed to be a made-up person, because BB London yeah. is absolutely a fake-ass name. <laughs> it's not BB Rexa. It's BB London. <laughs> it's BB London. And it's like, <laughs> the fuck? Um, but yeah, there's just a picture of them in the paper. Like, as if this guy is, like, New York famous enough to be in a, the paper in a tabloid. But I, I guess. I guess, like, maybe he's meant to be, like, Trump-esque. I don't. Yeah, like, that. I guess because he does, he has, like, the hotel thing going for him. Yeah. And he clearly has a lot of money. But it's weird because it's kind of like, you know, there's, like, actual celebrities who live in new york right (laughs) yeah like a lot of them but then i guess like i also watch a lot of real housewives of new york and Mm. they're always like i'm on page six and i'm like these people aren't famous Mm -hmm, that's true for any reason like you're not like just because you married well like you're not that's not a celebrity what are they even doing on page six like they're what? like so and so was spotted being drunk at a party, and you're like, oh my god, scandal! So they went to a party. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> what a fucking whore! She went to a party and got drunk. <laughs> god. Yeah. This yeah. is my tablets are just garbage. But mm-hmm. yeah, she like immediately because so Richard goes to get in the shower, and like Samantha immediately calls her friend who writes the tabloid, I guess, because she just knows him. Well, and she's a PR person, so I guess it makes sense. Well, that's true because it's like, I, yeah, her whole thing I, is PR, yeah. But like, I feel like she does PR for like, and this is the thing, I don't know. I feel like she does PR for like companies that's what i thought too because it's like businesses and stuff it's not like she like she does represent people i guess because like there was that lucy Liu episode and like yeah i don't know but i i I guess it kind of makes sense but 
she calls up this guy and this is the Lynn manuel Miranda gossip yeah. columnist guy. And uh, JJ. She, JJ. Yes, she, he is gossip. He's gossip guy. I do call him gossip guy like 10 times in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> like XOXO. Um, gossip guy. Yes. <laughs> and she's like giving him crap because she's like, I can tell you that I have, you know, good information that he's actually been canoodling with someone else and not this person. And he's like, yeah, okay. Um, whatever you say. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> Man. Uh, He's like, there's literally a picture of them, but go off. Yeah, right. And then Samantha, like, hangs up and she goes into, the, like, the shower and she's like, Richard, uh, so I saw that you were canoodling with BB London in the tabloid. Um, what's, what's up with that? Because, you know, I'm your, I'm your publicist. So, you know, like, yeah. I need to know everything that's going on just so I can, you know, <laughs> just be on top of things. And he's just like, uh, and what about it? <laughs> He's basically just like he looks, he looks straight in the camera and he says, Promble? <laughs> and what about it? And flips his Ariana Grande ponytail. Oh, he does. <laughs> and then she's just like, no, there's no problem. No promble here. Um, you know, just need to know what's going on. And then he's like, okay, well then get your hot ass in the shower, sexy lady. Or, I don't know what he says, but he says something stupid hey, like that. Sexy lady. <laughs> that is, he starts singing Gangnam style. Um, he does. Opus no. Matthew style. But she- <laughs> And she everyone claps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she gets in the shower. And, okay, so my shower is like this. All right, RIP. Okay, I don't have a shower anymore because I moved house. But I do have, like, I don't have a bath anymore, I mean. I do have a shower. I don't have okay. a bath. Um, send Fs in the chat. I don't have a bath anymore. So I can't have, like, my two-hour-long baths I used to. <sighs> That's so sad. Anyway, um, but I have like a waterfall shower and then like a little handily movable one for washing of buttholes. And <laughs> yeah, he has one of those and he puts it directly on her clit and she's like, oh, he does do that. And she does do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's like, oh, he's got he thought about this when he was clearly designing his place. He thought about that. He's like, I need a clip blaster in my shower or else I'm not buying the place. <laughs> <laughs> okay king thinking about his women that is a true king move like regardless of whatever he's doing with these other women like that is a king move and we absolutely have to hand it to him for this one <laughs> it is i'm so i do kind of i think maybe just because i like james remar as an actor i'm like i love richard even though he sucks yeah i kind of feel the same way because like you look at him and i'm like the thing is he is sexy like i I look at him and i'm like he is like he's not kyle mclaughlin but he is still a very attractive man and i do love to see him on my television and like he's got that like little snarky kind of like smile that like it works in the way that like big is supposed to be i think yeah but like big doesn't pull it off to me like i can tell that he's supposed to be charming but like the way that that Richard does it I'm kind of like I know you're a scumbag and I know you Mm. are terrible but I still like to see you and like you're charming to me so like I do I know guys who I'm like I hate you Mm -hmm. because you're a dickhead but also hit me up yeah, he's kind of got that, like, Willem Dafoe look where I'm like... He does. <gasps> Him yeah. and Willem Dafoe could play brothers. They, like, they small could. teeth brothers. And I feel like 
both of them, like, I don't even know why they're attractive because they're both, like, kind of just old. But they're both, like, yeah, no, I get it. Like, that, I was listening to the uh, We Hate Movies episode on Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which Mm -hmm. he's in, James Remar. And they're like, he always plays a scumbag. And he does. But it's because you have to cast someone hot as a scumbag, otherwise they won't be likable. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you're a dickhead, but like, I could, you know? Right? Yeah, it's like, it's fiction. (laughs) It's true. It's fine. I I, I kind of, any actor who like routinely plays villains, I kind of have like Alan Rickman rules for them. I'm like, oh, you're probably a nice guy. Like, Alan Rickman always played horrible people. But he's probably, an, he was definitely a nice man. Like, everyone said, no, he was lovely. So I'm like, right, if you play villains, you're probably a nice guy. Just out of in, out of respect to Alan Rickman, I will give you the benefit of the doubt. I would too. I mean, I would fuck Hans Gruber, even if he wasn't the nice person that Alan Rickman is. So, like, <sighs> I don't know. That's just me. But. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he's not even a terrorist. He was just trying to get money. And, like, we live in a capitalist society, so... Yeah, we do. And that's the tea. And I fucking <laughs> love Die Hard. So, fuck everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and fucking... Merry Chrysler. Fucking... You know what is the real tea? Is if you think about fucking... What the fuck is... What the fuck is Bruce Willis's name in Die Hard... Like, oh my god, what is his name? John McClane. Yes, John McClane. Why am I supposed to be rooting for him? He's a cop and he takes his shoes off. We have said in how many episodes, Uga? <laughs> Honestly, he's not even a terrorist. He was just trying to get money and like we live in a capitalist society, so Yeah, we do, and that's the tea. And I fucking <laughs> love Die Hard, so fuck everyone. Merry Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and fucking Merry Chrysler. Fucking you know what is the real tea? Is if you think about fucking what the fuck is what the fuck is Bruce Willis's name in Die Hard? Like, oh my god, what is his name? John McClane. Yes, John McClane. Why am I supposed to be rooting for him? He's a cop and he takes his shoes off. We have said in how many episodes all cops are bastards, blue lights don't matter. It shouldn't be surprising that we're Team Gruber. We are absolutely Team Gruber. He takes his fucking shoes off like three times in that movie. Bruce Willis does, I mean. He does get glass in them. He gets glass in his fucking feet and we're supposed to root for him. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do you know what? I feel like I have magnets in my feet for glass because I always get glass in them. Um, Mm. But that's, the glass caught me slipping because I shouldn't have been barefoot. No one should. We said (laughs) barefoot is illegal and (laughs) fucking John McClane just broke the law like every single fucking cop that exists out there just yeah. like overuses his power to be a fucking douchebag so yeah wow team gruber but i also think it should be illegal for men to wear tank tops what about ryan outwood uh ryan outwood doesn't count <laughs> you're right okay He's a king. He wears a choker. Um, we have to respect our bisexual legend. You're so right. I was such an idiot when I was a teenager because I was like, Seth Cohen is so hot. And then I grew no. up and I realized that I was a fucking dipshit and that Ryan was the hot one the whole time and Seth is a little baby bitch and I don't care. Seth is a care. bitch. Ryan mm-hmm. is the hot one. Ryan's like, you know, 
you could have an actual conversation with Ryan, Seth would be like, oh, have you listened to Death Cab for Cutie? And you're like, yeah. We have all listened to Death Cab for Cutie. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And yeah, you can have a conversation with Ryan and he'll punch a rich person for you. So like, it's a uh, win-win. Yeah. I love it. Marxist <laughs> fucking superhero, Ryan Atwood. You're right. Anyway. <laughs> I guess we should move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. So, um, okay, so then we go to Carrie and Aiden are also in the shower together. And, well, Carrie's in the shower and then Aiden comes into the shower. And she's just like, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, but <laughs> then he just starts going off about, like, them, they should get married. Like, oh, what if we went to Hawaii with a couple of our friends? Or, like, what if we went to Aspen and got married on a mountain? And Carrie's just, like, very apprehensive about everything. She's like, I'm not really a Hawaii person. Uh, I don't know. And basically... <laughs> It's just not a Hawaii person. Like, fucking <clears throat> give me a fucking break. She's like, oh, the only island that exists is the island of Manhattan. I could never be in Honolulu. Uh, but. Um, okay, racist. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. Carrie is, you know, racist. <laughs> like, who is not a Hawaii person? I'm sorry. I don't have, I have never been to Hawaii, but even I know I would be a Hawaii person. I fucking hate being outside in the sun, and I would still love to go to Hawaii, so eat shit. But Carrie is also just like, she just clearly is like very much too pressured, and Aiden is like, you know, just trying to like put all this stuff on her about like, we should start planning, and she's like, ah, and that's all we get for now before she Mm. eventually explodes, so. Before she snaps, um, Uh she will snap. Um, And then we go to Miranda getting her ultrasound, and uh-huh. she, like, doesn't care. It's great. Uh, this is probably my favorite scene of the episode, where, like, the woman is just like, do you want to know the sex of the baby? And Miranda's like, um, I guess, like, I don't, sure. And the doctor's <laughs> just like, it's a boy and she, the doctor's just like smiling hugely miranda just stares blankly like into the camera like for a full five seconds she's just staring blankly and the doctor's like uh it's a boy again just to, like get her excited yeah. and miranda's like just yeah <laughs> to get any reaction out of her she's not giving anything away like she's just not- yeah like this is literally me if i found out i was having a boy i would just like <laughs> stare into the camera like danny Khaleesi from the <laughs> Game of Thrones. Danny and Khaleesi. Danny Khaleesi, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like, I think if they told me anything, I'd be like, okay, wig. Like, I'd... Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I do not care what the fuck this baby's dick or vagina is like. Like... Yeah. As long as their heart's beating okay, I'm cool. But also... Uh-huh. Who cares? Who honestly gives a shit? I don't know. I get it. I think the thing is she's most she's supposed to be more maternal. Yeah, like that's the whole that's Miranda's entire plot this episode is like she's yeah. really supposed she's supposed to be like really excited about all this stuff about like her baby like you found out the sex of your baby and you found out like you like just you got your sonogram you're supposed to be excited and she's really just like I just don't give a shit and like it's the most valid yeah. thing I've ever seen. Like I don't like mm. I just don't care and Yeah, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> You too love to see it. You simply um, love it. <laughs> but, then, but then she cuts to her and Carrie, and this is where Carrie's wearing the bad outfit. Yeah, it's not good to see with the, my eyes. Uh, no. Yeah. A big swap from good to see it to bad to see it. Yeah, it's bad to see it. Yeah, she. I guess this is where her and Miranda are walking down the street, and 
talking about how freaked out they both are about their situations. And I guess Carrie's coping with being engaged by dressing like someone no one would ever want to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I wore this outfit, um, no man would, like, ever speak to me again. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know the website Man Repeller and how that was kind of founded off the like the founder dressing in a certain way that just made men not want to talk to her oh yeah this is that this is a man repelling outfit so this yeah this is like how to lose a guy in 10 days but like she doesn't realize that aiden can't tell what she's wearing because he's fashion blind so like yeah yeah she's wearing like a green like full skirt and then like a like a belt, but the belt's over her midriff, not the skirt. And then she's mm-hmm. wearing like a cropped pink button down shirt. And she also has her hair in a bun and then like an ivy tiara on the top. Yeah, she really seems to love to have her hair in these like hide buns this episode. Because she also had that in the last scene where she was wearing the big pearls. Yeah, and- oh, that fucking, fucking Star Wars hair. We'll get to it. It's like that, except for she could, like, never even dream about being a sci-fi princess, because, like, uh, she just doesn't... She just doesn't have the range. <laughs> no! She, well, no. It, she doesn't deserve sci-fi, because she's Carrie. No. Um, but yeah, they're both talking about, like, Miranda's basically like, yeah, like, it's a boy, and I know I'm supposed to be excited, and Carrie's like, it's a she's excited and like then carrie's like i'm supposed to be excited about my engagement and i just don't care i don't i'm not excited like i i don't want to try on dresses and it's me and all i do is wear fashion and think about shoe and i don't even want to try on a dress (laughs) and And she's like me a dress i love dresses what is wrong with me i'm so cuckoo bananas i don't want to try on a dress and it's me And so Miranda's like, well, what if to get you to try on dresses and get you like excited, we kind of just like rip the bandaid off by getting you to try on some like really hideous wedding dresses like as a as a funny joke. And then (laughs) after I buy you some like food and it will be like my treat. I feel like every time you say it'll be really fun, it's never going to be fun. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's kind of like, you kind of have to just convince yourself it will be fun. The thing is, I would really have a fun time going and trying on hideous, hideous dresses. Like, Same. I think that that sounds really fun to me. Yeah, I feel like we could, we should, could and will definitely do this. Uh-huh. City Girls meet uh, up. We're absolutely doing it. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mm-hmm. want to, tr- I would love to wear a stupidly huge dress with giant sleeves. For our That's podcast just- wedding. <laughs> <gasps> we should have a commitment ceremony. <laughs> oh my god, we should. And Matt can officiate it because he's the the noise space overlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. Normal. Oh, it's, it's normal. It's normal for your boyfriend to officiate a commitment ceremony with uh, you and uh, <laughs> your friend. Yeah, it's um, normal. <laughs> <laughs> But I would be 100% down for this. You wouldn't need to convince me. I'd be there. Even if I was not engaged, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Close? I'm there. Uh-huh. It just, it would be fun. And Carrie seems to think that this wouldn't actually be fun. And so Miranda's like, okay, well, how about I also try on ugly dresses with you and then we go eat food? And then she's like, uh-huh. okay, fine. We'll do it then. And so yeah. 
they go to the wedding dress store and they tell the women they get they, they tell the women like they they're trying to like pretend to be sincere about it and they're just like oh yeah like give her you know dress with like huge bows on it and <laughs> um, yeah and also we're both getting married at the same time like it's we do everything together blondes. yeah we do everything together yeah and the lady's just like is this a lesbian wedding yeah and i hate that they are like oh no 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 it's very like straight laced conservative because it's like just just say it is i don't know yeah <laughs> but i mean i guess maybe they're worried that she's gonna be like oh we don't do that you know ruin the whole thing but yeah i guess so just go somewhere else there's like a million wedding stores but yeah um wedding also, stores i, I say the type of places you can walk in like you probably have to make like an appointment don't you like to, uh, to try on a haircut <laughs> that's true just like a walk-in dress fitting and they <laughs> yeah she because at first she does seem kind of like um can i help you but then after yeah. they say it's not a lesbian wedding and stuff she's just like okay like i'll see what i can find for you guys and uh they they then try on these dresses and they come out of the dressing room and they look they look really adorable to me like the dresses are obviously just like incredibly like old-fashioned and tacky but like i think they're really funny and cute yeah i do have a huge soft spot for like giant sleeves for like giant Uh diana princess of wales sleeves i think they're the best yeah i really loved miranda's big poofy sleeves that was my favorite Mm. like carrie's doesn't so much have that it's more just that it has like a big lacy neck type thing like i can't remember exactly but like carrie's is not as i don't like hers as much as miranda's because miranda's is poofy (laughs) it does have sleeves but they're not as big as miranda's and like i kind of feel um, i feel like if i were to get married i would kind of wear an absolutely ridiculous dress mm-hmm. because what are they gonna do not marry me that's true you can wear the, whatever the fuck you want to your fucking yeah. wedding yeah i'm gonna look like princess diana and you're just gonna have to deal with it yeah i'm gonna show up to my wedding just in full vriska cosplay and they're just gonna <laughs> everyone my whole family's gonna have to deal with it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they, okay, so they come out of the the dressing rooms and they're just laughing at each other about how ridiculous they look. And then Carrie just, like, starts hyperventilating and she's like, yeah, yeah, she freaks out. She's like, get this dress off me. I cannot breathe. Like, just rip it open because, like, Miranda's really struggling to get it off. And then she just, like, fucking busts it open the back. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, she has, like, a rash all over her back and stuff because she's having a reaction to the dress or something? I don't know. I don't understand this um okay so like first of all i was like oh she's having a panic attack you know that's that's normal yes um because she sees herself in the mirror and then she starts freaking out so i'm like she's having a panic attack but Mm -hmm. then she breaks out in a rash i'm like okay well that's hives like i've broken out in hives you know when i haven't been allergic to anything i've just been in a situation or whatever Uh Um, like is it it's like a physical reaction instead of like a panic attack it's like it's i don't know if it's supposed to be both i really don't know what they're going for here like because it would see her yeah we see her later and she still has the rash and it's like yes that's not how that works yeah they really didn't have to show it to us Unless she was allergic to the detergent or something they used. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, it, w- I feel like it would have been more impactful if it had just been, like, a straight-up panic attack, no rash. Because yeah. it's, like, genuinely just an emotional, physical reaction to things rather than, like, an allergic physical reaction to things. So, yeah. I don't know. But, 
I guess she ha- she got a legit rash from it, and mm. we she we then just like cut to brunch after Miranda busts the dress open, and Carrie is like, my body is physically rejecting marriage. Like, I think yeah. I just shouldn't be getting married. <laughs> Like, yeah, no no fucking kidding. Like, I know you're – like, I know you have a pea-sized brain, but, like, I don't know how it took you this long to figure out that you shouldn't be getting married to Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. And then – so we cut to, like – yeah, we cut to brunch, and Charlotte's like, oh, it's just cold feet. It's fine. And everyone else is like, uh, are you sure? <laughs> Yeah, because she's like, you know, like, everyone gets anxious about being engaged. Maybe you just have, like, a lower tolerance for the anxiety. Like, you know, like, generally, though, like, I felt a sense of security from being engaged. Like, this is going to be good and I'm going to be happy. And Carrie's just like, okay, but I'm secure now. Like, I feel fine now. Like, why do things have to change? Because that's the part that's making me not secure. And Mm. Miranda's like, okay, why did you say yes? (laughs) (laughs) Miranda's really just like no bullshit what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) yeah why did you why would you do that yeah why would you do something so stupid and yeah Carrie's just like I understand uh, the thing is I understand Carrie's point of view like I as much as I'm like okay well if you don't want to marry someone don't say yes it's different when someone's proposing to you and you do love them but maybe you don't want to get married but at the same time, I'm like, you knew he was going to propose to you? So yeah. why didn't you have this conversation before he did that? She had so much time to think about it. And she had already decided she was going to say no because she knew it was wrong for her. Yeah. And then she, uh, her rationale here is like, well, I love him. And like, you know, when someone gets down on one knee and shows you a ring, you say yes. Like, you don't like, – what else are you supposed to do? And it's like – you do not have to say yes because someone did that. Even if you love them and want to still be with them, you do not have to say yes to them. Like, that's the part I don't get. I know it's even hard, if she, but it like. It is. But like, even if she said like, oh, I don't ever want to get married. Like, before he even proposed, not even name a name. She goes, oh, no, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married in the next five years, say. Yeah. Right? That's not on my... I don't want to get married. I love you and I want to spend time with you, but I don't want to get married. Yes. Then that would he be a can just not propose to her. He can just not propose to her. It's that yes. simple. Yes. Like, especially since they were already having the moving in conversation, it would be a very good time to be able to just be like, I'm happy at the pace things are going. I Like, yeah. this is a big step for me already. And, you know, like, this is already a lot. Like, you don't even necessarily need to say straight up, please don't propose to me because that mm. obviously is an awkward thing to say. But you can suggest it in other ways that, like, this is big for me and I'm happy right now and this is all I'm comfortable with for the time being. Like, there's so many other ways you can do it. Carrie just cannot communicate. And Miranda's like, you should talk to Aiden about this because, like, you just need to communicate. Like, there's – you're just going to freak out about this forever otherwise. And she's like – Oh no, it's just gonna break his heart if I don't want to marry him. And it's like, oh, you're gonna break his heart anyway. Oh no, are you afraid of? Are you afraid (laughs) of breaking Aiden's heart? Like, could you do that? Could you do something so cruel? Like, didn't you cheat on him? (laughs) Oh my god, it's like I swear to God, I don't know what's wrong with her. I just can't. No, I can't with her. Yeah. No. No. (sighs) I. Oh my god. Yeah. It's stressful. It really it's, is. My favorite part yeah. about the scene, though, is Charlotte not like when Smart is like, "I don't ever want to get married," and Charlotte's like, "Never." 
As if this isn't Samantha saying it. Yeah, I was like, how is this news to you? You've known her for, like, years. I don't understand what is new about this. (laughs) What's going on? Every conversation you have with her, like, more evidence that she doesn't want to settle down with someone. She doesn't even want to be someone's Uh girlfriend, let alone someone's wife. What are you talking about? Uh Yeah, it's wild. But Charlotte is just so fixed in her brain that every single person wants, like, the is hardwired for, like, the exact same, you know, like, life outcomes. (laughs) It's the most fucking, like, Republican fucking wasp thing that, like, oh, wait, you're telling me that, like, not everyone wants the exact same thing as me? Yeah, Charlotte's basically just, like, Samantha does not want nuclear family. Like, it does not compute. And then Charlotte's head explodes because she doesn't understand. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what happens. So, um, so then obviously Carrie's freaking out and she's like, when I freak out, my, I just want to buy cigarettes. And she goes to buy cigarettes from a news kiosk, but then changes her mind and gets some bridal magazines. Um, and then she's at home thinking with her (laughs) pea-sized brain. If you can call it that. Uh, thinking, I mean, you can call it pea-sized, but... Yeah, yeah. she's reading her bridal magazines and she's like, maybe I can just like program myself into thinking that I want to be married by looking at bridal magazines and deciding like what I want to do and maybe I'll like suddenly be excited and into it. And then like Aiden is like in the – because he's still going to – he's about to break the wall down to make it so that they – because remember because he's going to make it so that the apartment next door and that apartment are combined so that they have more Mm -hmm. space. And so he's in the middle of breaking the wall down to join the apartments together and he's like hammering through the wall with like a big machine thing and he's playing super loud music and then suddenly she just starts having like this – she just starts getting very, very manic and she's like freaking out and being like, Aiden, 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 stop, stop, stop. And she like runs over and like, she basically gets like hyperventilating kind of like, I can't do yeah. this. Uh-huh. And it's so dramatic. Like there's like slow-mo like hitting the wall and she <laughs> goes over and she's like, Aiden, I can't do it. And it's just. He's just like, babe, I told you I was going to be hammering the wall down today. <laughs> And Babe, it's like, I'm hammering. Babe, come on, chill, I'm hammering. But like, <laughs> it's like, it, that's clearly not what the problem is. She's clearly not freaking out because you're hammering the wall. Like, but, yeah. okay, bud. And then she's just like, okay, no, it's not that. It's the marriage stuff. It's too much. I don't think I'm ready to get married yet. Like, I'm freaking out. It's just so much for me right now. And Aiden is like, pretty understanding like he's like this is catching me off guard but like we will deal with it like yeah let's just chill for a bit like he he cracks a joke makes it funny he is very understanding like yes you know he he understands that it is a bit much and she's feeling pressured by it and he's very good about the whole thing um so far he is at least yeah so far time being uh, yeah jump to conclusion yeah he but then he's just like well how much time do you think you need like you know six months nine months a year and she's just like which year (laughs) and it's like girl you you really fucked up (laughs) you really fucked this up bad (laughs) and but they like they say they love each other and they just kind of he holds her and they're they're like Okay, we'll slow things down. Yeah. They're still engaged, yeah. but like nothing they're they're gonna put off planning anything for the foreseeable future, basically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, um, and then we can see Magda. We do. Who okay, 
I just realised, well, I just realised, as in I was just looking at IMDb, and she's the fucking, she's like Mags from The Hunger Games. Really? Yeah. Oh, I totally did not recognize her. I've only seen The Hunger Games like once, so like I don't remember. And she's like not a huge role, so, but. I was was just like, of course it's her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I realized I recognize it now. Damn, I haven't seen it in so long. She hasn't been on Sex in the City in a while because her last appearance must have been in like season two or three or something like that. Like, yeah, she is just doing her usual housekeeping duty stuff, and then she sees the sonogram, the picture on I don't know the table or the fridge or something, and she comes over and Miranda's like, "Oh yeah, it's you know." baby and (laughs) then she mentions that it's a boy and then Magda's just like oh a boy is good luck boy 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 smile Miranda and Miranda's just like staring completely straight faced at her well she's like smile 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 for boy smile smile for boy Smile for it's boy. Good luck. Which Smile. I guess is also what men shout at me when I'm walking down the street. <laughs> that truly really fucking is. Yeah. God. And it's also like, what do you mean it's good luck? Like, it wouldn't be bad luck if it was a girl? I don't or would it be neutral luck? I don't understand. If you have a girl, then you need to throw her in a fire because <laughs> Yeah, you're girls just cursed for life. There's they're stinky and have cooties, so but yeah. boy. Smile for boy and smile for smile for boy uh, smile no. for boy smile no. for fucking boy Miranda. I I hate this so much. Miranda should be on <laughs> Nathan for you because of like the blank stare she can do when someone is like trying to get a reaction out of her and she just stares completely blank and emotionless. Like she yeah. she could do that just like it's Nathan iconic. Fielder. Mm-hmm. It's I, really good. Yeah, it is. I love it. Um, yeah, and she eventually fakes the smile, just like she she faked the smile at the sonogram too. Like eventually, after staring blankly for like ten seconds, she like fakes it, and so she does this with Magda too. She just pretends to smile, and Magda's like, "Oh, I'm so happy you smiled!" Clap, 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 and then continues doing her job. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that is it. We haven't seen Magda in ages. I forgot about Magda. I thought she was only brought in to be like a nanny, but then I remembered the, the you know. The, the dildo incident. Yeah, the like, was it Mary who was the statue in her thing? Or was it Jesus? I can't remember. Yeah, of course it was Mary. Well, yeah. I, mean, I couldn't remember if it was her or Jesus. They're both the only kind of figures that I can Im- imagine being a, a figurine of. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, Madonna. I'm kind of surprised that they never, that Barbie never tried to like capitalize on like, nativity scenes like how come there's no like barbie and ken and then the fucking what was her name skipper as like the baby jesus just yeah like barbie's barbie's nativity scene like she would fucking rock it she could be anything she could be a wise man she could be a fucking angel she could be mary she could be jesus she could be anyone at that scene they're just all barbie because barbie is that fucking iconic She's that bitch. She could be any yeah. of them. She could be one of the sheep for all we know. Like, <laughs> fuck off Daniel Day-Lewis. Barbie is the method actress, like, of our dreams. Uh-huh. She really is. Like, it'd be amazing. Anyway, someone should make this. I should be working for Mattel or whoever makes Barbie. Um, yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> then we go to one of my favorite scenes of the episode, which is the Charlotte tap dance scene again. Yeah. <laughs> she, the instructor, like, wants her to dance alone in front of everybody, and she, like, freaks out. Also, again, IMDb, this fucking, the instructor was the whiz from the whiz. Okay, this guy looks so familiar to me. I knew I knew him yeah. from somewhere. Yeah. I think he kind of looks like Keith David. Mm. And I was like, is that Keith David? But he's the whiz from the whiz, so. Got it, got it. Yeah, he's definitely like a person, like a someone, like not just some random who was cast to be in this, right. so. Yeah. Uh, but Charlotte's like freaking out because he wants her to dance in front of everybody alone and she's just like, I don't have a partner and then well, she's... <laughs> they're dancing to Tifa too and everyone is dancing down with their little fucking partner and she doesn't have a partner and he's like, just do it alone. You can do it alone. And it's a metaphor, so she's getting all upset. She gets r- fucking rattled. She is like, she literally yells across the room, I can't do this alone. I have no partner and this song is abusive. And I want you to think about how, I want you to think real hard about how how rude it is to do this to someone who's going through a divorce. And she just straight up like yells at him. And then she's like, I came here to have a good time. And she just fucking storms out. And it's so good. I just love Kristen Davis so much. I love it. She's amazing. <laughs> Ugh, she's just powerful. I love it. Uh, and that's kind of the, just the entire scene is that. It's just that's her being it. like, yeah. yeah. That is like the wrap up of Charlotte's entire story this week. <laughs> like, I think that's the end. I don't think she does anything else. No, she doesn't do a single fucking thing this episode. She just like shows up at this gala we see later and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As like a supporting um, character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then speaking of, that's what we go to next. Yes. So Rich is uh, having like a black and white ball for his hotel for charity. I don't know. You know how like rich people are always having like galas and balls and shit? It's one of those. It's one of those. And like rich people have no idea what a good theme is. So they're like, what if we do black and white ball? <sighs> and it's like, and obviously, that's so boring. Okay. Ob- it's so boring. First of all, two colors. Fuck you. Also, Carrie is wearing white. When she's, you know, been talking about how she doesn't want to get married and she's wearing a white dress. Mm, it's a metaphor, Hazel Grace. And this is where she has the fucking Princess Leia. Like, this is like a knockoff Princess Leia costume because she has a white dress and she has her hair in like a mohawk chignon. It is something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, oh, it's terrible. I hate it. She just is really full of terrible looks this episode like i didn't like yeah i don't i can't think of a single scene this episode where i was like happy to see what she was wearing mm. yeah i think it's just a reflection of her character to me 100 percent. yeah it, it's terrible mm-hmm. and yeah her and charlotte and miranda are all like chatting and carrie's like do you realize that you're growing a teeny tiny penis inside of you <laughs> which okay i I have thought about this of like if I get pregnant, there's a fifty percent chance I'm gonna have a penis inside of me, and like for that's like nine disgusting. months straight. It is that's disgusting. It that's is weird. Disgusting. It is weird to think about just to have a penis inside of you for nine months straight. And then she tells Miranda that it's so sci-fi, as if she knows what sci-fi is. <laughs> I know. Well, I was a Zarian, so I've never touched my mom's vagina. Um, I was also. Oh my god, we're twins. I love that. <laughs> we could kill Macbeth. Yeah, we're amazing. Yeah, we would kill Macbeth. Also, we have like 
siblings, but like kind of not really. Like we had the the benefit of growing up as only children, but also having siblings, which is very confusing. Exactly. We're the, we're the same person. We're twin flames. Oh my god, it's so you're so true. You're so yeah. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Charlotte's just like, oh my god, you're having a boy because she didn't know, I guess. Yeah. And Miranda just does her fake smile again for Charlotte. She's getting really good at it now. She's getting good at having the reaction faster. But she also says that she thinks she's going to pull a muscle because of the amount of smiling she's doing. Yeah, which is very funny to think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the way she's smiling, maybe, yes, because she does it real big to let people know that, oh, yes, I'm, I am excited to have penis child. <laughs> so, uh, yes. <laughs> And then we find out – well, Samantha's talking to the gossip columnist guy because he's also there because I guess that's his job, I guess, is to cover what people do. Mm -hmm. She also looks like a million fucking dollars. She's wearing like a leopard – like a white and black leopard print dress and she looks so good. She looks amazing. Like Richard is so fucking lucky. Yeah. It has like a fucking slit up to her vagina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real fucking good. She mm. is talking to Gossip Guy, and he's just like, oh, look at them over there. You know, like, it's Richard and some other woman talking. And I don't even think it's B.B. London. It's some other girl that he's, like, canoodling with. And uh, Gossip Guy is like, rumor has it, they've fucked in every single one of his hotels. Which, yeah. who, who, who is getting this information, first of all? But uh, then Samantha just, she goes over to the gals, because she's like, I fucking hate this. I'm pissed. Mm. I hate everything and she goes up to them and she's just like I think I caught monogamy from one of you and she's human she really does like fucking dig into them and she's like I caught it from you it's still your fault I fucking hate you (laughs) it is really funny well I mean she doesn't normally want to be monogamous and she's like I don't want to fuck a single other person here Richard is the only person whose dick I want and I'm pissed because I'm like all these other men are just trash compared to him and then he's fucking all these other women and it's like, what am I supposed to do? And And Adrian's like a real feminist ally because he's like, what about that guy over there because he asked if I knew you? And I'm like, (laughs) fucking good man. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is really good. He's looking out for his girls. I gotta support that. I do like that we see Aiden hang out with the girls so much more than we ever, ever saw big hang out with the girls because like 100 percent and he yeah. seems to have actual relationships with them and fucking know who they are and be yeah. like this is what each girl's personality is like i know these bitches you know yeah, he's like a good friend a good boyfriend who knows what his partner's friends are like yeah. big is like i can't be fucked to show up an event with your friends and if i do i'll be like two hours late and then i'll leave after 10 minutes and I will talk to you in my cab and be a jackass. Like, that's literally oh. what Big does. Like, it's I hate so, so shitty. Much. Like, I cannot under- I cannot imagine having a partner who doesn't get along well with your friends. Like, yeah. it's just wild to me. Like, obviously, you'll want to do stuff with your friends alone or you'll want to do stuff with your partner alone. But, like, they should be able to coexist and, like, have a good time together. Like, like weirdly i was friends with matt before i was friends with you that's right (laughs) right yeah because yeah you knew matt through pgot and i mean i was friends with matt for years before i don't know where i was going with that but no yeah but like like, obviously girlfriend and i was like i'm gonna steal your girlfriend from you matt sorry 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like if he didn't get along with my other friends, it's like I don't like well, first of all, I can't really imagine that happening because he does get along with no. like everybody, but uh <laughs> but still. Yeah, I feel like if, unless it's like a personality clash, which I guess would be understandable, but if they just like didn't even want to spend time with them, there's an issue. Yeah, no, for sure. That would be a bad time. Yeah. Um, so Samantha, she goes up to Richard and he's just like, what's happening, beautiful? And then she she just like grabs him by the balls. She basically just grabs him by the balls and like, I like to imagine that she just fully lifts him up like two feet in the air by his balls. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, just how many women are you fucking? I'm your publicist and it's a bad look for you <laughs> she's like you know investors won't trust you and he's like you mean you won't trust me and she's like yeah um <laughs> how many people are you fucking my guy yeah like how many holes have your is your dick been in this week alone and that's a good question for anyone i think it is a good to know that number because you know i mean it should be countable but uh, if you, I mean, unless you have like some sort of whatever number dyslexia is, I've forgotten. Unless you have number dyslexia. Yeah, that I feel like that seems a bit different because it's like, I feel like it's physically hard to have so much sex that you forget how many holes you've put your dick into in one week. Yeah, I feel like if you can't count past seven. Yeah. Issue. Well, that's assuming that there's one different hole per day. True. All right. So we're saying like. 21 as max so like number of holes three holes per day seven days a week i don't know because you could do like multiple different holes with one person yeah and exactly then, so i'm saying if you do multiple holes with like a different person a day right Top i number don't know of if holes that's the three, maximum so but there becomes a limit where, like, after that, it probably <laughs> like I feel like after twenty one, there's probably you're probably not going to go too much higher than that. No, I feel like double digits is like you know. Yeah, and that would be like a really banging week. Like you couldn't. That's yeah. not. It's not sustainable. No, that's not on every week. No, no. that's <laughs> that's like a lot of energy, really. It's Mostly like, just to find that many people like who knows that many people and that many holes like i know i don't know like that i, don't I wish know. i had i wish i had interest in that many holes a week you know it's I hard to don't. find yeah i'm happy i, I don't have it, interest in that many holes because then i would be just feel unfulfilled all the time okay. <laughs> <laughs> i need to literally be filled all the time <laughs> yeah thank you yeah um yeah Gotta go and edit this. I'm not looking forward to it. Future Alex, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be a good time. Yeah. It'll be um, um. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, so she's basically just like, well, he basically says to her, like, look, if you have a problem with that, like, you know I'm not the monotonous, I mean, monogamous type. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, well, maybe I am. And Richard's just like, okay, well, baby, I'm not. And then she mm. just, like, walks away. She storms off, and then she goes and fucks a gossip guy in the bathroom. Yeah, and he he goes soft. Okay, this is what I don't get. He goes soft while he is inside of her. Yeah. I, like, I feel like you once... Like, yeah, once you get in, I, I feel like you're good. I feel like that's the situation where he, he comes prematurely, you know? 
Yeah, like, yeah, he would have had to do that. Otherwise, it seems kind of like, I feel like if people are getting soft before, like, in the middle of sex, it's probably, like, before they get into any holes, not Mm. once they're in the hole. Because it's like, once you're in the hole, you're like, I think you're good to go. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not being funny, but I feel like a premature situation has happened mm, nearly every time I've ever had sex with someone with a dick. Oh no! Like, it's like okay, I I did come, but I'm gonna keep going, and I'm like, good for you, babe. Well, you know, as long as they have that dedication, that is, yeah. you know, pretty all star. I can't complain. I can't complain if you're gonna keep going. Like, I can't complain. As long as you're not gonna do like a tray situation of being like, well, my, that's the nut, and then you just roll over, <laughs> and it's like, okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right then. <laughs> but good night. Yeah. Yeah, this guy is basically just like, oh, shit, this never happens. Like, I swear to God, this never happens. Like, you can call, like, three different women and they could they could tell you that this has never happened with them before. And he's, like, trying to fix the, it. It happens all the fucking time. Like, it's, like, it happens. And also, it they've happens. been drinking and stuff. So, like, it happens. Yeah, and it Samantha's, happens. yeah. And it's apparently the first time Samantha didn't care about that sort of situation. And she just leaves she just yeah, leaves she she's just, just walks bored. out the bathroom door and she's bored of it and then richard comes along and he's like oh maybe i was a bit too harsh with the whole like you know no monogamy thing and we should have a talk about it and then jj lin manuel miranda walks out and he's like zips up his trousers and he's like oh i'm all right babe and uh then richard goes <laughs> oh samantha never change it's fine and yeah uh, won't, just won't. goes straight back to the way it was yeah and she's she for a second she's kind of just like oh he couldn't even keep it hard like <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny it's just like yeah that's definitely what he's commenting on is mm. just how hard he was yeah. uh but yeah that's like the end of their story for this episode things are going to be the same it seems like and then uh then we go to our this is like the main kind of ending to the episode i mean there's yeah. still a couple more scenes but like this is the big this is the big fun scene that i hate and uh, Carrie and Aiden are walking outside, and he's just like, you've really never looked more beautiful before. Like, you're wearing that white dress. What if we just got married tonight? Like, I got this tux for another 14 hours. Let's just go to City Hall and just do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> like, and she's uh, like, uh we're going too fast she's like okay but like what about what we talked about because we talked about me being a little bit afraid about all of this and he was like okay we didn't talk about it you talked and i listened and it's like okay but you literally were like it's okay we'll move slowly like he was like reassuring her that it was fine and they would move more slowly and like i know he's probably had some drinks so he's probably just like i'm just gonna get this off my chest this is what i want and but like he's like i don't know what's gonna change for you like i feel like i'm ready now and like maybe you need to be pushed like maybe you need to be put into that place where it's like let's just get it over with And he's kind of like, I don't know why it's such a big deal. It's literally just like the stupid piece of paper. And Carrie's like, okay, but like if it's just a stupid piece of paper, then why do you care so much about it? Like why do you need it so bad if it's just this piece of paper? And the the news comes out that, you know, he's like, well, you know, 
mm, I I want you to be mine forever and I want you to be my wife and <laughs> sorry I just I can't say my wife without <laughs> laughing um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's like, I want you to be my wife and I want you to be my forever person. And she's like, why do we need to get married for you to know that? And why did like, why does that need to be the case? And well, he says, I want you to be mine. She's like, who else is what I be? Yes. And then he's like, Ugh. There is like this awkward silence where they just stare at each other and she's like, well, I can't marry you to make you trust me. Like, that's not how it works. And she is right about that. But like, I understand why he wants to lock things down when she has been like that in the past. Mm. But I don't know why the marriage would stop her if she was going to have, like, some kind of relapse and just, like, go fuck big again. And also, it's just kind of, like, I don't know, like, putting that pressure on her is just going to make her run away from you. I don't understand. Like, it's clearly not what she wants. And (laughs) I don't know. Like, getting married has never stopped anyone from cheating. No. Exactly. Um, I understand his thought process and also the fact that he's probably drunk. Um, and everything but like eh, that's never stopped anyone from cheating and like if you're worried about that if you're worried that she's not going to be faithful that's a conversation you need to have with her or yes because you either need to have that conversation or not be in a relationship in the first place yes because like it is like the idea of being married is nice for reasons but Mm -hmm. i feel like if you're using that as like a gauge of trust it's not a good measurement of that and yeah yeah i get where he's coming from but at the same time it's like but this is she's still the same carry no matter what if you have a piece of paper or if you don't and basically they kind of realize that where this conversation has gone and like <laughs> then he, he also does mention like you don't even wear the ring on your fucking finger like it's just there's it's so it's hard for him to trust her and yeah but like it's been this way the whole time. I don't know what to tell you, bud. She cheated on you once. Like, mm. you don't have to be with her. It's it's like that. So. <laughs> but they basically just walk away. Like, he is like, I'm going to sleep in the other apartment tonight. And then he leaves. And she's yeah. just standing there. Um, And then we, like, briefly go to Miranda as she's flossing her teeth and she feels a kick and then that's when she gets all the maternal feelings and she's all over the moon and everything and it's very cute it's very cute because it's like i like to see miranda happy yeah same and she doesn't have to be excited about a stupid finding out the sex of your baby like fuck off and also let her be happy about whatever she wants to be happy about Uh uh-huh and i definitely get it like it's you know they used to have that before they had like sonograms and stuff it used to be the kick of the baby was when you were like oh shit i'm pregnant you know yeah true because that's yeah. when you were like oh wig okay <laughs> a wig <laughs> i like the idea of some like medieval woman being like a wig <laughs> which would be me because i would be you know the same woman as i am now just fucking roaring a bunch of guys <laughs> oh absolutely like, I'm- oh i'm pregnant wig okay yeah 
And then uh, we go back to Carrie and she's like not able to sleep and she just gets up and goes to the other apartment to see Aiden and they lie on the floor together and they just cuddle and then her voiceover basically just says the next day Aiden moved out. Yeah, yeah, he, he moved out. R.I.P. R.I.P.D. Uh, R.I.P., but also I'm just really, I'm kind of relieved to be at the end of this like yeah i'm just fucking over it like neither of them seemed happy no like i feel like they were just really faking it most of the time like i feel like aiden wasn't really aiden was faking it in some ways where he had to kind of like try to convince himself that he still trusted carrie carrie was just faking it in the sense that like she became bored of aiden once like and she clearly didn't really want to commit that much to him anymore like Mm. I don't know. It's just been a long time coming. I am very excited to see – well, I'm not excited because I know, like, that there's a bunch of other horseshit that's going to come up. But, like, I'm excited to not have to think about this plot anymore for a while, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about that. We will still be fucking talking about Aiden until the cows come home, but – Oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> anyway, that's that's pretty much it. That's the episode. That's the fucking end of the episode. It's fucking downer ending. Uh, mm. But they are basically broken up. So we, yeah, I guess we do our rankings. Um, I think Miranda's my top this week because I really just felt her with the whole like people thinking you should be really excited about all this shit that like you don't have to be excited about to be a normal fucking human. And yeah. so she's my top. And then probably. <laughs> I think my cast is a hairball. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I think Charlotte's probably my second, just because I really liked her outburst. I just really love Chris and Davis. And then Samantha, because she is... <laughs> Nanu, are you okay? <laughs> Nanu hates I'm Carrie. I'm sorry. I'm losing over fucking Nanu. <laughs> Please. I don't understand why he even coughs up anything because he's got like 10 times less hair than Looker. I don't get it. But (laughs) Samantha's my third and Carrie's my bottom because she fucking sucks ass all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Carrie is definitely the bottom this week. I'm I'm gonna agree with you, I think. Because yeah, I don't I don't know. I wish Samantha kind of stuck up for herself a bit more. Yeah, no, same. I kind of wish that she had actually been like I wish that at that point she hadn't just been like, okay, well, what if I just go fuck the gossip guy? Because, like, it's valid of her to have done it, but it's kind of just like, I don't know. It, it, I feel like she had already said, I don't really want to fuck anyone here. It, I feel like she should have just left or something. Mm. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Um. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of it for the episode. That's it. We do, we do have one question, though. We do. I only just saw that we have a question because we didn't um, have any earlier. Um, so if you want to send us a question, you can send it to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, so our ask from today is from a uh, frequent question asker, 2 by 2 furious who is saying, Carrie wears a couple truly awful outfits this episode. What the worst fashion choice you've ever made? Um, uh, I've never stepped a foot wrong ever in my life. I think the worst choice I've ever made has not been so much a fashion choice as it has been that I've spent more than one year of my life with a center part and I do not look good with a center part, <laughs> which to me is still a fashion thing because it's part of your like overall look and style. Yeah. And 
I cannot pull off anything but bangs. So, like, that's I, it. I mean, uh, like, again, with the hair stuff, like, I did used to do, like, uh, I mean, I guess, like, uh, this is for for my black people. I used to do, uh, like, the box relaxers you get from the fucking beauty supply store. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think you should ever fucking use because they will burn your fucking head and your hair will be... Your hair will melt. Your hair no. will melt. Right, like I used to do those to make my hair straight and it didn't really work. And then a couple, like a little while later, I started dyeing my hair. So truly, it was just like fucking disgusting for a while. And now I'm all gorgeous and natural and keeping a good look after it. But like, ugh, mm-hmm. it was it was a bad idea don't use fucking relaxers you can buy for like seven quid yeah i feel like there's a lot of things that like you gotta really be nice to your hair and i say this like as if i don't like every three months get my hair lightened and then dyed (laughs) but like but like at least that's by professional and not like you're not paying like seven dollars for like a box yeah and it's mostly chemicals to straighten your hair yeah i mostly like i try to be really gentle and kind to my hair like the rest of the time when i'm not getting it like colored well when i get it colored it's not like it's fried or anything so it's not like i'm getting it full on bleach i just get it like lightened a little bit but like i very rarely use heat styling on my hair because like i like to keep it long most of the time and so like i don't want it to be all like fried and so Mm. like i try to not heat style it and i only wash it like every couple two to three days and like i condition the fucking living shit out of it yeah when i I do it and i'm very very kind to my hair but Mm, other fashion choices like i don't know i feel like in the like the only time i ever feel like i'm making bad fashion choices these days or if i just don't put any effort in and i literally just go outside wearing like a hoodie and i'm like yeah this is fine but i think i remember like I guess in terms of fashion, like, I did have a period where I wore, during my very early emo phase, I would wear, like, very tight t-shirts, which were not flattering, I'm sure, but I don't know, I also didn't take very many pictures of myself, so, like, those instances did not exist. Just, yeah, I have some photos of myself as a teenager where I'm wearing, like, some choices of clothes i honestly like don't think most of what i wore when i was a teen was like that bad or anything like i wore a lot of very colorful stuff is the thing i mostly wore like jeans and t-shirts like i don't think that's ever gonna really go out of style like it wasn't flattering because my clothes didn't really fit me yeah but i guess anything before i started wearing skinny jeans was a really bad look Mm. You see, I'm young enough that I went, like, straight into skinny jeans. I went into skinny jeans, but not until, like, sometime in, like, high school. Like, I don't remember, but, like, the big thing when I was in middle school was the one-inch zipper jeans. So there were these jeans, like, they were called Dorinas. I don't know if those were... But they were called everywhere. But there was this one brand of jeans that you bought that was so popular. And they were like $80 a pair of jeans. So everyone who was like 12 years old had to ask their mom to go buy them a pair of fucking $80 jeans. And their whole gimmick was literally just that they have a one-inch zipper. And they're like the low-waisted jeans, which like I would never wear low-waisted pants ever again in my life. And No, absolutely fucking never. Like I'm starting to warm up to wearing um, like – baggy trousers again yeah i'm warming up to that i'm i'm moving away from the skinny situation but still 
I think there's definitely ways to not be wearing skinny jeans to still wear good pants. Because I think, like, to me, the thing I don't like is I don't want to wear flared pants at all. Absolutely not. That was the thing that was really big when I was, like, in grade five. I remember flared Mm. pants were, like, a really big thing, and I loved it. I was like, this this fucking rules. And it was, like – now in hindsight, I'm like, what the fuck was – what the fuck was 10-year-old me thinking? Like, the truly just a nightmare world to live in. But that's, you know – yeah. I remember I had like a phase where I wore like really like flowy linen skirts with like big belts and like flowy top. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was kind of, that was kind of bad. But now I'm like, no, that was my Stevie Nicks phase and I was 12. <gasps> oh, that is really cute. Yeah. I when I was 12, I just didn't have a sense of style. <laughs> no. I mean, you're yeah. fucking, like, I feel like I haven't, as an adult, I've never had, like, a moment where I'm like, oh, no, that was a bad idea. What was I thinking? I'm just yeah. kind of, you know. Well, that's the thing is, like, when you look back at it, it's like you were 12. You're not supposed to be, like, a style icon. You're not supposed no. to be, like, attractive. You're, like, a kid. So yeah, exactly. it's not, like, I don't know. I don't really find it that embarrassing to look back at things from, like, my teenager youth years where it's, like, sometimes I'm like, wow, this is just – the era of, like, internet culture was embarrassing, but, like, yeah. the, my actual self I don't find embarrassing, really. Like, no, I mean, exactly. Like, anything yeah. before the age of 18, I'm like, I didn't know who the fuck I was, so why would I give a shit that I was wearing, like, unflattering clothing, you know? Literally. Like, it, it nothing, nothing really matters. So no. Like, the only fine. thing I find embarrassing from that era is that I was, a, like, a just, you know, insecure prick. Like, I was kind of mean to people when I didn't have to be yeah i feel like same it's kind of like the just like some of the things that i found funny are just things i would just absolutely not find funny now where like like a fucking like 16 year old me would definitely watch family guy and i'm like yeah yeah that's the embarrassing thing about being 16 it has nothing to do with the things i was wearing or how i looked it's entirely just the shit like that No, the fact that I was, like, some chubby, awkward teenager is completely valid, but the idea that I was, like, not a very nice person to be around is the more upsetting part. Yeah, yeah. truly. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the worst style I I ever had was watching Family Guy. True. I don't feel like I've ever done anything wrong in my life, at least fashion-wise. Yeah, fashion-wise, we're both angels, so, yeah. I mean, you've seen our outfits, we're fucking good as shit, so. Join our Discord and we will post selfies and you'll go, oh my god, these girls are just limiting themselves to their voices. Yeah, you're so they're, right. They're so pretty. Everyone should That's join our Discord. Right? True. Everyone join our Discord. There's a link to our Discord on our Twitter. There's a link to our Discord on our Patreon. If you mm. go there, you can find the link there. It's good. You can find the link quite easily. I mean, otherwise you could DM us and we'll send it to you. Like, mm-hmm. come join us. It's fine. You should. It's really good time. You should You should particularly find it on our Patreon, though, so that if you want to also give us money, you can do that at the same time. True. Because if you go to the Patreon, you can give us like a dollar a month to be a haymower and you get a special role in the Discord that we just told you to join. And you get access to <laughs> bonus content, which like we're going to be recording our first Keanu episode probably in the next like couple weeks. And Christmas present? Christmas present. Uh-huh. You deserve <laughs> it for being such loving patrons and we love you so much. And yeah. you also get access to the Secret Looker and Nanu Discord channel which is where you get to see all the most amazing forbidden photos of the boys so uh that's if you just give one dollar a month you can get any of that stuff 
Um, yeah. If you give $5 a month, you can be a cardboard cutout of a baby. You just get all of that stuff plus a more special Discord role. Plus you get a shout out on the podcast. So shout out to Summer Geist, Josiah Lachi, Siberian Pine Hardwood, Jennifer Snyder, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, Matt Ribeiro, and PR The Disaster. So thank you so much for giving us $5 a month. And if you want, you can also submit stuff for us to read in Steve Voice. So that is another thing we can do or that I can do. <laughs> and $10, you can be <laughs> Mr. Big Spender and you can give us the big time money and you basically get all those other rewards plus you can also listen to us record live on the day that we record uh which you know it's really fun if you were listening to this episode you just really hear us just go real off the rails it's good shit uh yeah i mean it's usually a tuesday like evening anyway so yeah fyi it's nice and relaxing it's good and chill so i love it you don't Obviously, you don't have to donate, and we're very, you know, whatever financial situation you're in, we understand. Yeah. It's just very nice if you can. It's weird. If you do donate, we are Trudeau emoji. Like, just yeah. pray, bow, we love it, and thank you. If not, we also love you too, just for listening. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We, you're all valid. We, we love you. We feel the, money- the opposite. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say all the money just goes to like at least for me like I just spend it all on fucking traveling to my acting classes so technically you're supporting the arts you are you're supporting the arts what I was gonna say is we feel the opposite way about you that we do about cops if you're a listener it's the opposite yeah so yeah yeah you're a reverse cop because you're you know helping like you're supporting people. LGBTQ artists. <laughs> You're supporting black artists, LGBTQ artists, um, women. Just a redhead. <laughs> the, the, the most underprivileged minority. Uh, you're supporting liquor and nanu. Yeah. You're putting food on Matt's table. <laughs> <laughs> You're supporting the artists. You know, supporting art and shit. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. Do what you want. You it's your money. It. Yeah, you do you. And we'll yeah. just be here making podcasts anyway, regardless. Regardless. So. If we got no money, we'd still do it. Like, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We love to do it. Um, yeah. So that's, that is podcast for the week. We're, we're done. Um, I guess if you want to find me online, you can find me at Age of Oddish on Twitter or mm-hmm. at Winfall Island on Tumblr. That's where I am. Yeah. That's where she is. Um, and if you wanted to find me, then I'm on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. Classy. Classic. Um, yeah, Eternal. And Twitter at Alex Lavergo. Also, mm-hmm. I really need to pee again. That is so valid of you. You are Thank an you. icon and <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> I have the bladder of a fucking chihuahua. <laughs> I have the brain of a fucking chihuahua. So together we make one chihuahua. <laughs> We are Tinkerbell. Oh my god, we are. That's really cute. Anyway. Wait, why is that related to a chihuahua? Because that was Paris Hilton's chihuahua's name was Tinkerbell. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you meant like the Peter Pan character and I was like... No. Okay. Yeah, no, I got but, it. Got you. But also we are Tinkerbell the fairy. But we're Tinkerbell yes. the dog too. Yeah, we're both. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, well, Mohe Everyday so Gamers... Yeah, so long and good night. Fuck cops. Fuck cops. Bye, gamers. Bye. Bye.